Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be casual and effortless seduction. Well, I've got a couple success stories from a guy who writes a really good email. And what I liked about his email is that like really jumped out at me is how easy and effortless his success was. And obviously, all three of these women that we're going to go through that he details what happened. The first woman, he sedu- he met her at a party. And then about a week later, he goes out on his first date with her and he did a perfect job of seducing her. It's obvious he was prepared. He knew what to look for. He could tell when the signs were there, when she was ready to be kissed, when she was ready to go back to his place. And it was just a nice, simple, easy, effortless, natural progression to the bedroom. And then the other two women actually both happened to be involved. One of them had a boyfriend and the other one was involved with another guy when he first met both of them and then a few weeks few months later runs into them again and both these women apparently were now single and so they start calling texting him pursuing him making a real effort and what's neat about it is that when one starts talking to him and exchanging phone numbers the other one chimes in and is trying to give him her phone number as well at the same time you can see how women are they become more competitive and they like the guy more when one of their girlfriends is involved. It's like when I, I look at an email like this, it's like I just it just reminds me of how much time I spent in my twenties just spinning my fucking wheels. Because this particular all of these women have a pretty high level of attraction for this guy. And women like this where you connect with and it's easy, it doesn't happen every single day. And if you're talking the women out of liking you who you got a chance with and then you're still interacting with all the other ones that you don't and you're trying to convince them to go out with you, that's why most guys never get very far. They never get very good. at. It's like their success with members of the opposite sex is just – it's hit or miss and they never really feel like they're able to date the caliber or the quality of the woman that they want. And you can just really see it's just a night and day difference of what you focus on and what I personally found in life whether it has to do with relationships or business I saw this in the real estate industry as well it's like when you're single and you're looking and there's nobody around and then you meet somebody and you start dating her and within a matter of days maybe you meet a second person a third one things seem to show up in twos and threes if you're if your business if you're looking for your next big client or your next big deal there's nothing happening nothing happening nothing happened and all of a sudden one happens and then a second and a third and sometimes a fourth right after that they all seem to happen in quick order and i see the same thing with the emails that i get from people cuz i get hundreds and hundreds of emails every month and when i'm trying to just cuz a lot of the emails i get quite frankly are very similar hey i'm trying to get an ex back kind of thing and they all start out the same exact way and I try to go, you know, pick and choose emails that cover all areas, not just pick up dating and relationships, because you got to be successful in, in every area of your life. So the idea is that when I, it's funny as I'm picking out emails, sometimes I'll, I'll go days without anything, and then I'll see one email, and then boom, 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 boom. There might be three or four, all with. Sometimes they come in with hours of one another, and it's just really interesting. Same thing like when I see people making purchases, whether it's email coaching or phone or Skype sessions or donations. You'll see nothing, nothing else, just a, a bunch of them are all come all in a row, sometimes within minutes of each other. 
And these people are, are all over the world, different continents, and there's no way they could possibly know each other. And that's just so interesting because you get – it's like once you get in that abundance mentality, it's like once the universe starts manifesting what you're looking for, the prospects that you're looking for, the customers that you're looking for, the lovers, the friends, people to go into business with or people to invest in your company or people that want to hire you. It's like you're, you, know, you want to change your job and you're looking, you're looking, you're looking and nothing. You go on an interview here and there. Then all of a sudden you go on one interview and they want to hire you and the interview goes real well and then you get two or three other people, same thing. They all want to hire you at the same time and now you got choices because as the old saying goes, one is not a choice, two is a dilemma and having three options, three is an actual choice. And So the idea is to give you choice in your life because when you have choice, when you have abundance, you behave differently. And when you behave differently, if you've got lots of choices, you're focused on making the right decision. But if you have no choice, you're going to take whatever shows up. And that's how most guys are in their dating life. They're just taking the first thing that comes along or what's easy because they don't know how to land the really great quality woman when she comes along. And you'll just see it's just like this guy just totally gets into the flow. It's just an abundance of new women that come into his life and this is just how life works. And I always like I said, I've always just seen that kind of pattern. Doesn't matter what area of your life, it seems like things come in twos or threes. And that includes like speeding tickets. I've had times where I got a speeding ticket and all of a sudden, you know, I get another ticket within a week or, or two of that. And I might not have had any speeding tickets for three or four years. And it's just interesting that those things tend to happen like that. So I have a quote that I wrote and I'm going to go through this guy's email. And the quote says, women can sense when a man is happy within himself, is focused on his purpose and successfully making progress to achieve it and when he has a lot of female attention and dating prospects. These guys give off an indifferent abundance mentality, take time to respond and make decisions and have to be selective with who they choose to spend their limited free time with. Remember, scarcity creates value. Women will work the hardest to get these guys' attention, make seduction easy for them, and value being with them more than average men. Guys who do not possess or know how to give off this vibe have a scarcity of women in their lives, tend to act desperate, chase women away, and ruin their chances with women who would have otherwise gone out with them. Successful men know that they deserve what they want, can have what they want, and get what they want. Unsuccessful men wish they were deserving and capable of having what they want. It's kind of like the old saying about goals. A goal without a plan is just a wish. That's why I'm always harping on people to and I get people bust my balls in the comments. I'm tired of hearing you say read the book 10 to 15 times. Well, when the day comes where I stop talking to people and I'm doing phone sessions with them and, and doing email coaching with them and they've been following me for a year or two and they either haven't read the book or they've only read it once or twice and they wonder why they're struggling. When I stop seeing that pattern, then I won't have to say read it 10 to 15 times. But until then, I'm going to continue to say it because as a coach – that's what co great coaches do. They teach the fundamentals. 
They help you see what you're doing right, help you notice what you're doing wrong, and they help coach you what you need to do more of or do differently in order to get the results that you want. Because at the end of the day, this is, life coaching is all about you, helping you get what you want. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, Corey, I hope all is well. I have a success story and a quick question for you. So here's the success, the first success. I went to a party with a friend and her coworkers. So notice he's going with a woman who just happens to be a friend. Now, now what happens if you show up at a public event and you're with a bunch of women? You automatically have social proof. And other women that are there, they see you with women, especially if the women that you're showing up with are pretty. They think, oh, he must be fucking one or all of those girls. That makes them more curious and more interested in you because you have an abundance mentality. If you have an abundance mentality, if you have an abundance of female women in your life, it doesn't matter. They could be your sisters. But the women that don't know you, they don't know this. And so they see you with other women and they're going to become more curious. They're going to work harder for you versus the dude that's standing in the corridor corner of the room with his hand in his pocket and his beer in front of his chest with his head down and his in crappy physiology looking at the floor that's not somebody that's very successful and women automatically know that well if the guy's not very successful with women there must be something wrong with him therefore he's not that desirable of a catch so they're going to go over and be curious about the guy that has already has all these women around him so if you got a hot sister or a hot friend they make great wing women. It can help you meet other women, especially when you're trying to get good at this stuff because it, it gives you social proof. Not too long after getting there, I noticed this girl kept looking over at me and playing with her hair. Now think about it. This happens to you all the time. Wherever you go, this shit happens. Obviously, when you start applying the things I teach and start, these kinds of things start happening for the first time, it's kind of shocking but as you get older and you're used to it it's not a big deal it's really kind of cool because you can see that just you being you and giving off the right vibe women notice that they can pick up on that because you're different than 97 percent of the other guys that they're going to encounter it's like one of the things i talk about in my book is why you don't really have you don't have any competition if you apply these things because most guys don't know these things and they're too lazy or too weak to apply them He says, I looked at her, smiled, and I let her be the first to look away. Right out of the book. The old me would have walked over, but I stayed where I was and continued talking to the group. Be the rock. Be the mountain. What happens? What does Mother Nature do? What does the wind do with the mountain? It goes around the mountain or it goes over the mountain. You don't see the mountain chasing after the wind. Masculine versus feminine energy. And if you're used to women approaching you all the time and playing with their hair wherever you go or staring at you and you can tell that they're interested in you, it's not a big deal. It's the kind of thing that happens all the time because of the vibe you give off because the world is full of beta males and women are just dying to find an alpha male who gets it, who knows how to treat a lady and who gets it and they're very rare. So when they show up, Women know what that feels like. They know what that looks like because those guys behave a certain way. They have a certain body language and a certain physiology like I talk about in my book, like I talk about the video, Body Language That Attracts Women. They see it. They pick up on it and they zero in on it. 
That's why women wear all the makeup and the war paint and the tight-fitting clothes because they want to get the attention of those guys. They want to mate and date the guys who are going to be the most desirable, the most dominant and the most masculine because they're going to have the strongest genes. And biologically, if they mate with the guy that has the strongest genes, that they'll produce a very strong offspring that will survive to adulthood so the genes continue to get passed on into future generations and don't just die out. Sure enough, she came over, asked me my name, and if my friend who brought me and I were dating. Pretty obvious. I'd say I put her interest at probably around an eight. Seven or an eight. That's high interest, high attraction. Because remember, when a woman starts asking you if you've got a girlfriend or if the woman you're with is dating when maybe she's walked away, the only reason she's going to ask is because she's wondering if you're available. Why? Because she likes what she sees. You're already around women. You showed up with women. That's social proof. Because you think about it, if a guy shows up with a girl, if you think about that logically for a second, if a guy shows up with a girl and she's attractive, most normal human beings are going to think, oh, well, they're together. But this woman goes right over and says, hey, are you with her? I mean, it's pretty bold. I said no and she asked me if I was dating someone else there. Do you think this girl's into him? How hard is it to be with women like this? But what happened? The average guy, when this thing hap- when this happens, they totally fumble the football. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. And this guy is very smooth. After three or four minutes of banner, I told her that I had to head out for another party I was going to. But I'd love to chat with her some more and I asked her for her number. He's busy. He's got lots of things going on, lots of things to do, places to go, people to see. The more successful you are, the more money you make, the more friends you have, the more influence you have, the more options and choices you're going to have. The more you're going to get invited to parties and functions, the more you're going to have clients, the more you're going to travel. Just people pick up. It's like the captain of the football team vibe. I gave her my phone. She put her phone number in and called me saying, so I have yours too. Then I gave her a hug and left. That's perfect. Textbook. Great fucking job, dude. Easy, effortless, short and sweet. Talk for a few minutes. Hey, I got to run, but we definitely should chat. We went out the next week and had a great time. She did 70 to 80% of the talking and I was genuinely fascinated with her. Makes it pretty easy on a date when you're fascinated and enamored and really interested in who you're on a date with. You're not going to run out of things to talk about. You're really into her. She's really into you. It's, it's easy that way. Work smarter, not harder. Take the path of least resistance. When we were walking to the train stop, she asked me if I wanted pizza at a spot we passed along the way. I didn't, so I said no. And we walked to the stop. I told her that was a lot of fun and I went for the kiss. She put her arms around me, pulled me in and started making out with me. Suck the tongue out your throat, sounds like. You think she's into him? She did most of the talking, 78% of it. I mean the guy's just following things textbook. This is, this is the way 
when women read a romance novel. This is how it goes in the romance novels. And here, on a very rare occasion, they're meeting a guy who gives them that same experience, who there's high mutual attraction with, and that's why she makes it so easy. Because this kind of thing doesn't happen very often. After a minute or so, she stopped and said, this is why I wanted you to stop by the pizza spot, so we weren't that couple making out in front of the subway. I replied, I don't have a problem with that, but we could go somewhere more private. Fucking right on cue, perfect. Because she's basically saying, I want to be all over you, but I'm kind of embarrassed what other people are going to think. Read between the lines. What do you think that is? Oh, maybe you want to be alone with us. Let me throw up a trial balloon or what's called in sales, a trial close. And what does he say? I don't have a problem with that, but we could go somewhere more private. She asked me what I had in mind. And the Coach Corey Wayne line came out. Why don't we grab a bottle of wine and go back to my place? (laughs) She said, I'll pass on the wine, but let's go. She's definitely good to go, my friend. Needless to say, that was an amazing night. She now hits me up when she's in town and I don't have to do any pursuing. From the moment he met her, she was pursuing him. She put herself in his orbit to get his attention and he makes dates. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Pretty fucking easy. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's not rocket science. It's just most guys are interacting with the wrong women and when they interact with women they had a shot with, they blow it because they don't have any game. They don't know what to do. They talk women out of it. She just asks if I'm out and meets me or comes to my place. Tough life, right? Yeah, really fucking tough. It's your birthright. You're the king of your fucking kingdom. You get to decide who gets the privilege and the honor of being in your kingdom. So he says, question, I met two girls at the pool a few months back when I was with a group of friends. I started a conversation with them and the blonde, Jessica, was easily a nine. Her friend Samantha was quite attractive as well, but after a few minutes of conversation, Samantha mentioned her boyfriend. Oh, no. But another reason why you leave the door open because you never know. Maybe that boyfriend won't be around forever. I said we were going to grab a drink across the street and invited them to join. I said I'd text once we were heading over and asked Jessica for her number, but then Samantha started rattling hers off. Who is that? Doc Love had this great quote in his book, um, Dating Dictionary calls it. When kitty cats compete, you win. It's just amazing. It's just one starts giving them the other one's like, hey, don't forget about me. It's kind of like if you've ever seen pictures or video of the New York Stock Exchange. It's kind of like what it is. Ooh, pick me. Jessica interrupted to give me hers and ultimately they both gave me their numbers. Oh, such a dilemma. We all hung out. They invited me to meet them at the pool a few days later and it came out that Jessica was sort of seeing someone as well. So at the end of the day, neither one of them are really available. But they got numbers. Hey, well, give me a call if it doesn't work out with that dude. Fast forward a few months of no contact and Samantha texted me 
What are you up to for Halloween? I hope we can catch up soon. Translation? I'm single now and I really like you and I'm ready to sleep with you as long as you don't talk me out of it. When can we get together? I thought nothing of it since I assumed she had a boyfriend still. I know, bad assumption. And had recently seen her friend Jessica on Tinder so I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is the friend trying to get us all back together again. Well, that was one thing he did wrong. You know, obviously, he realized that. He should have just made a date. Remember, as I teach in my book, if a woman reaches out to you, you assume she wants to see you and you make a date. But all is not lost. Samantha and I set up a time to hang out next week. I then looked Samantha up on Facebook and saw she was also single. The next day, I got a notification that I matched with her friend Jessica on Tinder. What a coinky dink. Isn't it amazing how it just boom, just like that. Both of them just show right back up, right around the same, same time. That's what I was talking about earlier, how it just kind of comes in twos and threes like that. And that's why you got to keep grinding, keep applying, even when it doesn't seem like things are working. You got to continue to persevere because you don't know when the universe is going to manifest what you're looking for. It just boom, they just drop right in your lap. And then you got choices. And then you usually get two to three choices all at the same time, and then you get to pick the best one. But if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to ruin your choices when they show up. And then you got to wait because now you've pushed it away because you literally believed you didn't deserve it and you chased it away. She messaged me saying, oh, hey, haha, and then started texting me since she already had my number. I sent a few texts back and forth, nothing overly flirtatious, just teasing her mostly. She also resurrected our group chat with both of them and my friends from when we first met and suggested happy hour next week. Well, I'd also say there's a really good possibility that Jessica and Samantha will hook up with you and do a threesome. I'm guessing they have also talked about this by now and would love to know your advice on what to do. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. Make dates. Hook up with one, then hook up with the other. They'll talk. They know each other. They'll get, they'll get back to each other. And if they say, well, hey, what about so-and-so? I heard you went out with her and hooked up with her too. It's like, she's pretty hot. I mean, you, you, so you're telling me you're digging her? We should get, all three of us should get together. When are you free to make that happen? Throw it out there. They're already making it easy for you. You're the king of your kingdom. The king gets to throw the invitations out. She can say, fuck you, no way. Or she can say, oh, I might think about that. I was like, well, you do that. Do I just play it cool and see which one is coming on to me in person when they are together? If they're, remember, as my book teaches, if they're reaching out to you, you assume they want to see you and you make a date. You don't know what's going on in their lives. They just now came back into your life. These ex-boyfriends or the guys they were dating could still be in the background and there might be two or three other dudes in the background. You just have no idea. But if you just follow the principles in the book, she's texting you, she's reaching out, you assume she wants to see you, you make a date, you hang out, you have fun, you hook up. And if you, like I said, I'd say there's a really highly high likelihood that you could definitely pull off a threesome with those, with those two two different women. But like I said, this I mean this is like a night and day difference. When you know what to do and you interact with women this way, it's pretty fucking easy. You're not going to get rejected. 
this is the way it's supposed to be. But most guys never get to see this. It's like they never get to see what's behind the matrix, if you will. Pretty cool, dude. Great success story. Good fucking job. Have fun. Play ball. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and choose whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.